Welcome to the Empowering Choices Podcast. My name is Joshua, and today I'm going to be playing referee. And ladies and gentlemen, over in this corner, we have Eric, who is ready to rumble. And over here, we have Lucas, who he is on fire. (laughs) And uh, believe it or not, Eric and Lucas are licensed professional counselors, and we're going to be talking about roughhouse referee, because that's kind of what I am right now. I'm the referee of the rough house. I like I like how you have to like assure our listeners that yes, these are licensed professionals. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Believe but it or not, true. they, they yes. may actually be licensed somewhere. Yeah. So I'm I'm excited that we're talking about this topic because it's very personal to me. Well, this you're the you're the reason yeah. we're kicking it off. So like give us some context here. Yeah. So we were talking about like what are topics we could talk about today. And I said, Well, what about when you're, you know, 20-something month old uh, thinks that they're in the wrestling federation and they're jumping on top of things and then, you know, elbowing you and jumping down onto you. And it is funny. Well, in some ways it's funny. It was funny until I got whacked with a cup in the eye. I literally (laughs) thought I was going to have a black eye. Um, I like was like, you know, oh my goodness. But the The makeup department really covered that up really well, Josh. They did. But but this is something our son's been doing now. It's a new thing. He was kind of doing trust falls, but now it's like, no, I'm going to get up high on the couch and purposely jump. I think it's still a trust fall. Maybe. And the the first time I was recording it, and my wife is like, what are we going to do about this? And I said, well, right now I'm going to appreciate it because it's kind of cool. <laughs> I'm like, you know, that's how the boy does, you know. When your wife's in like the medical profession too, True. right? So She's does she have some, yeah. some some various mm-hmm. opinions on such things? Right. And, and so now we're like a weekend and I'm thinking, we got to tame this because he's going to hurt himself and hurt oh, us. Oh, uh-huh. Yeah. So there's there's like a lot of things. Is he going to hurt the furniture? Right. Is he going to hurt himself? Yep. Is he going to hurt you? Yep. Is this good behavior? Could he hurt future other people in the future? Exactly. And like I, it's like also one thing with him to do that to me, I don't want him to do that to his pop pops. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like can, can he differentiate between like younger springier person (laughs) and older less springy person exactly and like should he you know he gets up on the corner of the couch like on the arm and he goes that way but i'm just sure that one day he's gonna think well what would happen if i took the farther route and then he's gonna hurt himself or lands on the coffee table and tries to suplex the coffee table like he sees in the you know the rest of the so that's where my life is at right now that's what i'm trying (laughs) to figure out if you guys can help me out well i got a couple questions okay are you a wrestling fan uh Yes and no. I really didn't keep up with it, but I love the concept and I love the idea. So does it play in your house? That's, yeah, that's right. It, 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 it actually, it actually e. doesn't. It's, that's interesting. Yeah, so he's okay. just kind of come up so with it. So you're asking, where's own. he seeing it? Where's he seeing it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it sounds like he's not seeing it, no. except maybe on commercials. Right. Something of that nature. You made the statement um, to your wife, well, this is what boys do. Yeah. And so my question, and we were talking about this a little earlier, what if he was a girl? And, and and so would it be like, no, 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 you can't do that. If it was the right. same behavior, yeah. same everything behavior, was the same. And this you know, was Josh's it, daughter. Yeah. Is there a special thing because he's a boy, he gets to do, to do something mm-hmm. chaotic? Yeah. You know, I just watched on the news this morning that here in our state, um, there's a 10 year old girl who has more trophies and belts for boxing than she is alive. So oh, she has more than more 10, than ten, and yeah. she's going into a, a big tournament, you know, this weekend, um, to where she's looking for uh, getting another pretty big belt. 
Um, the belts are really big, usually are. for like wrestling and stuff. Well, they showed her her wall, and it's like covered in belts. <laughs> I mean, nice. she this girl is good, you know. Yeah. And so, and how did she treat her parents when she was two years old? <laughs> right, you know. And so let's. How about for human behavior? Yeah. How is this for human behavior? Um, and, and I hear some things because I mean, kids. And depending on their personality, being extroverted or introverted, that does play a part in this. But it, it also plays a part with the levels of testosterone. Mm. We see this more with guys to be risky, dangerous type, you know, behavior. Due it's to statistically higher, more common in males. More common yeah. due to higher levels of testosterone. Girls will have this too, you know. And so my biggest first question is, okay... If this is what the child is kind of doing, mm-hmm. how do you as a parent feel about what are the rules for furniture use in mm-hmm. your house? <laughs> yeah. Now, is it, and that, and it's going to differ. Right. You know, some people are not going to care. This is just fine. Yeah. Other people are going to be like, you're going this way now. You're going to go this way later. Mm-hmm. How about we make this different so that neither way leads to the other, right? you know, because you're thinking about those things and how to, because the main thing is how do you help your child to stay in control Mm -hmm. to where they don't put you or themselves in a dangerous situation, right? They're emotional thinkers. And and so fun. Yeah. And he's getting a rush out of it. Exactly. He does Mm -hmm. it. And then it's like he giggles and and it's just immediately like, Get back up there and do it again. Right. And, yeah. and you don't know where that's going to help lead him in the future. Right. You know, and so you don't want to completely kill something like this, but you mm-hmm. want to be able to have boundaries right. that keep him safe and, and help him with these different things as they're developing and as they're growing. I think the word you're looking for is where the ropes are. Where the ropes are. Yeah. Uh-huh. If you're yeah. going to keep yeah. it in the ring. Uh-huh. 100%. Then it's going to be, you know, where the ropes are. And if we haven't mentioned it oh, yet, yeah. we have this T-shirt in yes. our store that literally has the ropes rough and roughhouse referee because rough referee. parents are one of those at various times. Even if you have girls, like I mean, yeah. hello, yes. So yeah, Absolutely. you and that's the yeah. thing. Is we should have made that shirt in like the black and white stripes. Right. Anyway, there's no absolute research that shows this type of behavior is only good for one gender. Right, it's not there. It's it's statistically more prevalent in one gender it's, is what we find. Yes, more prevalent. But is it, but is it better for? Is, well, and mm-hmm. see, that's the thing. Is mm-hmm. it statistically more prevalent, but is that because lots of people are saying, you're a girl, you can't do this. Mm. You see what I'm right, saying? Right. Or, oh my gosh, you can't do this. Because that, <laughs> that affects the statistics as yeah. well. Um, as well, you were saying just, it was partial, at least partially testosterone driven, which right. is not cultural. Well, horseplay, it has been research shown to be a very good socialization tool for boys. It's one of our I ways of socializing. Play. Right. And so wait a second. Is what your son doing horseplay? To clarify. I mean, to me... It's the beginning. Maybe. I just view it okay, as I'm he's found checking. something that gives him a thrill uh-huh. and he does it. Like to me, uh-huh. horseplay, which I, we were talking about yesterday, I... I I was in football for a week and left and went and joined the choir. But then in the choir on the back row, the fun thing was we would push each other off. Exactly. Push each other off yeah, the risers. Would, yeah. yeah. And then we, they would get play. so mad at us, yes. but we thought that was so funny. Well, and see, the thing is they're then beginning to look at what are we going to get sued for? Mm-hmm. You know? And so yeah. now they're curtailing the horseplay. Right. When you have, if you've never had a kitten, it, it, when you get a kitten, 
the kitten is going to want to do their own presets for how they learn the things they ne- learn to need to learn mm-hmm. to be an apex predator, which includes climbing your curtains. Sure. Yeah, cats yeah. need now, to learn how to climb. And, you you know. can either let them climb your curtains or and just go, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh. Or you can go, oh, my gosh, off the curtains. That's not where you climb. And, and the more you take them off the curtains and then show them or have things where they can climb yeah. or they climb on things and you don't take them off of it, then they're beginning to associate, okay, we won't climb on that. Right. Because you're setting the boundaries. Yeah. You know, and so that's the same thing with a human child is you want to set the boundaries. Right. Because there are kids, and um, mine was one of them, that will climb the curtains. Yeah. And, and you may... Well, we didn't want that to happen. Right. Your average human child is far too heavy for that. Well, these were some pretty good curtains, by the <laughs> they way. They must have been. And curtains. they would climb up, and then they would jump on the couches. Oh, wow. From <laughs> the curtains. Okay. And, and so, and this was with the babysitter, who was extremely good. But when he and his friend, whose child was also there, stopped hearing sounds, they went, oh, my gosh, Uh-oh. let's yeah. go find them. Which was wise because they were halfway up the curtains. Yeah. Um, oh sure. Yeah. Silence is right. always a, silence a hazard. Is a good indicator. Yeah. There's like lots of giggling happening and then silence. Go check. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I want to read this. Okay. Okay. What'd you so, find? Uh, here's what I. This is cool. Here's what I found. So about horseplay. Okay. Fatherly rough and tumble play has many developmental benefits for children, particularly boys. Research shows that physical engagement like wrestling, roughhousing, when not carried to an extreme, and warm, playful interaction helps boys to learn to regulate and control their behavior, deal with a range of emotions, and adapt to a variety of situations. And if you'd like to read more of this, you can buy our manual on our website. Well, see, I'm going to pause right there. I mean, because... You're yeah. getting a research-derived benefit mm. for children in roughhouse. You wrote that, though, right? No. Oh, you didn't? No. Well, I could swear that was out of our manual, so I right? apologize. Please also read our manual. Where's yeah. this from? This is from uh, it sounds fathers. Like, it sounds com. like you talking. So It, it yeah. does. It's, it's from fathers.com. Okay. Well, is where you. I got this. It's just a short little thing here. Um, and, and so I'm going to go on. Other researchers found that fathers... Playful and vigorous interactions force a boy to closely observe his father's facial expressions and body language Mm. to figure out his own father's moods. Mm. A dad's play can help his son learn how to become a good manager of emotions when in a loving environment. A father coaxes his son to cope with interactions that will test his limits and stretch him emotionally, the boy will develop confidence to handle similar tests in challenging environments. So horseplay is a, quote, challenging environment, and you have to learn what the rules are and how to interact in that kind of environment. Exactly. And, mm-hmm. and there's a, that part in there about where a, a boy focuses on his father's expressions mm-hmm. and moods during that horseplay. Mm-hmm. So there's that close interaction that he is designed to be able to study some of these different things and what they mean. 
right? So as with so many of your questions, Josh, there's not a yes or no answer. Should you allow your child to suplex you from the turnbuckle? (laughs) Um, It depends. Yeah. I will say it is like when you were talking about taking the kitten down from the curtain. I think that's what my wife was going on in her mind. And she was over there Googling, like looking to see if there's any like local, like, Things for a toddler to get their energy out, or local mm-hmm. gymnastics, or there's places like with foam pits. there's like a mini mm-hmm. ninja warrior class. That's, at I think one that's of the, what she found. At one of the gymnasium. Yeah, exactly. yeah. It's like they do gymnastics, but then there's this also there's like ninja. I'm like that she one. Was telling me that about one. that. Yeah. Well, see, but what you have to keep in mind is, let's say you put him in gymnastics and the ninja place. Yeah. He still has to have a range of this at home. Yeah. Right. With you guys. That means yeah. you have to build a Ninja Warrior course in your backyard, True. Josh. Hey, that's right. cool. Oh, Especially no. Especially with you, Josh. Yeah. Yeah. When we were in, gosh, me and my friends were in junior high, and we would spend the night at uh, TC's house. Yeah. Um, we would sleep in the living room. Yeah. His parents knew that there was going to be some kind of horseplay. <laughs> and, and so what they did is they taught us how to move the furniture off to the sides uh, yeah. first. Yeah. Now, we're not condoning any horseplay. There shouldn't be any horseplay. But if there ever was any horseplay... <laughs> at least have the furniture. Because there was going to be horseplay. Right. At least move the glass yeah. coffee table. You cannot be fans of Rowdy Roddy Piper or uh, the... Um, oh, my gosh. The Armstrong Brothers, uh, the fabulous Freebirds, uh, the the warriors and not want to climb the, the turnbuckle bulldogs and mm-hmm. not want to pummel your best friend <laughs> at, at some kind of a sleepover, you yeah. know. And so we would we would you know do whatever we're doing, eat pizza, watch movies. They his parents would go to bed. That was kind of a a key thing. We would move all the furniture off <laughs> to the side. We already had our tag teams. They they <laughs> nice. were already trash talking throughout the week. And then, you know, because we're doing just exactly what we're seeing happening, right. you know, at that time in wrestling. And then the match began. <laughs> and there were, you know, and so it's it's horseplay. You know, we're, yeah. we're not truly pile driving. Sure. Because we knew the limits. Right. We had learned what the limits were as to what you could do. But you're doing a lot of fake stuff mm-hmm. that even in the wrestling world, as yeah. I've looked more and more into it, um, they have a... They have a saying in there, if I get it right, uh, you, you cash in the receipts or you you pay the receipts. <laughs> yeah. And what that means is if you actually hit me, mm. there, there's there's a receipt coming back to that. You're, <laughs> you're going to be, you're getting that, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. And um, so that would happen at times. And, and then there would be a little too much mm-hmm. because we're still trying to learn how to be able to, you know, regulate ourselves right but someone gets the high. wind knocked out of someone them and then everyone the stopped yeah yep. for a second and, you know at some point both team members came in and you know then the other team members and then all of a sudden somebody's upset and then all of a sudden mm-hmm. the parents coming out going right. all right that's enough go to sleep <laughs> yeah. and put the room back you better not have broke anything <laughs> <laughs> and i think some people they they cannot differentiate. Like I remember, there were That's some people a that really used to, important. Sentence. Yeah, they used to think like yeah. you're fighting or we're in a right. whatever. And there's a complete oh, difference yeah. between a couple of guys and their groups having a fight in between the horse mm-hmm. playing. Oh, exactly. Right, pushing each other off the risers probably involves giggling. Right. Well, it's no. kind of like the difference between how a lot of cultures talk and how Italians talk. 
Mm-hmm. There's there's differences. Yeah. And, and, and Italians, true Italians, use a lot of volume and a lot of tone. And other people who aren't Italians go, do I need to go home now? They're going <laughs> to kill each other. Right. Yeah. yeah. And, and they're like, what do you mean? This, you know, well, you're fighting. No, this is not fighting. We're just discussing you know? pasta. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. You know, you see that in other cultures too. Mm-hmm. But it's, it, that's a really good point because. Yeah. <laughs> Women's socialization and male socialization is very different. Girls don't horseplay a lot in mm-hmm. general. In general, you know, you'll see some, and you'll see some girls who will, you know, love to jump down there and engage with the guys in some of the horseplay. But you're going to see this more with guys pushing and shoving and doing these different things. In fact, guys struggle when they're getting interested in girls, trying mm-hmm. to show them, right. and, you know, coming up and just slugging the girl in the <laughs> arm. Right, yeah. <laughs> Pick the girl who's not a black belt in something already. Yeah. Um, and then the, the girl is upset, and then they're like, what, what did I do wrong? This is well, how I greet everybody. Yeah. I mean, you liked it. You liked it. Well, what's, I liked it. You know, but What's wrong with her? Right. You know, because when I work with junior high girls or early her high school girls, you know, they'll say, oh, this guy's a jerk. And I'm like, okay, what'd he do? Mm. And, and they'll he explain He slugged me in the it. arm. Right. They'll explain it and I'll kind of be smiling. They're like, what? <laughs> I'm like, this dude likes you. You don't get it yet. What? <laughs> what do you mean? Like, you don't do that. And so we does. explain, how do guys do certain things yeah. and show certain types of, you know, I kind of like you um, type way. And it's a really interesting conversation, you know, after that. Yeah. And I, and I guess one of the things as a parent that you should do and can do, because I've noticed there's some kids who are much more sensitive. And so in mm-hmm. some of these horseplay situations, mm-hmm. they may interpret things as like, you know, they hit me and that whatever. And then mm-hmm. there's others who can be much more aggressive, but they're still in horseplay mode. Mm-hmm. It's just like, whoa, you need to tone it down. So I guess there's mm-hmm. some some sort of coaching that needs to happen. Yes. Like mm-hmm. you were talking about being such kind of a delicate balance there right. to help both ends of those. What and, and what I found growing up is that the guys who were not as prone to the horseplay as that being a socialization piece that they wanted, they became referees or managers. Or they read a book, you know, and just kind of went, ah, I wondered how long it'd take before somebody bled, you know. (laughs) They found their way out of the middle of it. Well, they they found their way into it in in a way because Mm. they were still a part of the group. They just, they were differently there, you know, because you use the term, you know, some people who are more sensitive Mm. and and that term has become really a bad term and it almost equals, you know, they're weak. But they're not. I mean, feminine or sensitive or however we want to put that is not weak. It's just different. Mm, you know, different just like set. with a girl, if a girl is showing she wants to do this or boxing or martial yeah. arts or baseball, you know, it's she's not weak or abnormal. She's just different. And how can we work with that? And you have a different tolerance for stuff. I mean, kind of like I was saying, the reason I joined the choir was because I was in football for a week mm-hmm. and they'd have us all line up and do push ups and then come put their foot on our back. And like for me, I was like, I ain't 
I'm not doing that. That wasn't within your yeah. window of tolerance. Exactly. Yeah. And so then I went to join the choir where ironically then we had a blast right. knocking each other off the back row of the risers. Right. But it wasn't hor- but it wasn't push-ups. Right. Exactly. Or slamming into each other bodily with your Yeah. Head. It was more you just You were finding different ways to be able to incorporate some of those different things even though it was a different setting that doesn't right. normally have full contact. Yeah. Full contact yeah. choir. That's a whole different group. That, that is a whole different group. Right. It's like an Adam Sandler movie. Yeah. And then like my sister, I have a sister who's 15 years younger than me. Mm -hmm. And so that was kind of interesting for me because I was like in high school and now we have this kid at the house Mm -hmm. and we're the only two. So Mm -hmm. it was me and her. But I remember one of the things that she loved to do was we would get in, we had a very tight hallway. We would get in that hallway and she loved just beating up on me (laughs) and, and I went along with it and we would do it and that like she enjoyed that. Right. Uh, today, she's a percussionist. So maybe I'm <laughs> connecting the dots there. You were now her she first drum? Drums, maybe. That could be. But yeah, she would you love know. that. She would just want to beat on me and we'd roll around and that was just kind of fun for her. And yeah. Sounded like horseplay. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yep. I mean, and that's yeah. a good example. You had a sister who wanted to engage in horseplay. Right. You know, yeah. And, and it's not. Because, I mean, the article is showing that, you know, boys traditionally are gaining these things through the facial expressions and studying it. Right. But that doesn't mean that girls won't do the exact same thing if they're engaging and have that drive for the horseplay. Right. You know, so she's doing some of that as well. Uh, It's just the complexity of being a human being and the intricacies, (laughs) you know, that are there and... They're not gender specific in across the board. Right. You know, and, and so some some boys are going to like to do that. Some girls are going to like to do that. Now it's on the parent to be able to evaluate the situation. Yeah. You know, because you do have to look ahead and go at age four and a half, five. What mm-hmm. does this look like? Right. Well, in the wrestling world, in a marketed world, they had to bring in a steel cage and then they're bringing in, you know, different types of uh, safety lines, so to speak. And you have people jumping off of cages and jumping off of the ceiling <laughs> and, and yeah. things happening, but they're trying to keep it safe while they're keeping it entertained. Right. And, you know, I mentioned uh, the, you know, some of these tag teams. Um, man, and now the names are just going right. <laughs> They're just blowing past. Um, Bret Hart, the Hart Foundation. His brother died because the safety line broke. Oh. Mm. And, and he fell to his death in the ring during mm. one of these things. I mean, mm. this has happened. Yeah. It's rare. Yeah. You know, and so what you're trying to do is the same thing. Okay, what is the what is the the interaction that the child is looking for? Are they ready for it type thing? And if they are, are there safe ways to do it? it. And as they begin to kind of push those bounds, how can I be able to help them like I would a kitten? Not here or not this way. And sometimes you're, you're saying that same thing. And then if the child is continuing to do that, then what you're saying is, okay, we're done. Mm -hmm. You know, because his mind has not, grown enough cognitively to understand the levels of danger you're trying to communicate. Right. He understands fun. Yes. When my son was uh, younger and in grade school and he was, you know, doing a lot of karate moves and things (laughs) and, you know, kind of putting them at people and stuff. And we're like, where's this coming from? And then he would see power Rangers. Oh, and then he would do the moves 
and we'd be like, okay, you can't do that to people. Right. Not in, in public general. to people on the sidewalk. You know, yeah. or even just your family walk up and go, karate chop, you know, come right. out. Right. He <laughs> he was not able to to really um handle that. And so we banned Power Ranger watching. Mm. And yeah. he wasn't able to behavior. handle that. Yeah, input. he just he couldn't handle that. You right. know, now he watches all kinds of things. Um the anime stuff, you know, mm. and John uh, Wick. Maybe he does not, not watch Wick. <laughs> no, um, not yet. Well, I think he has seen some of them with me, but you know, they're not affecting him in, the in same that way, way that they that did when he was to. eight. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, and and so those things are not a problem now. And that's the thing is that you you evaluate the environment where it's coming from, how you can keep it in bounds, if you can keep it in bounds, and then where you can, how to be able to help the child develop through that. So you get one of the couch cushions. And yeah. you hold that on top of you and say, come at me. Come on me. Okay. This Sometimes. Is my last question, not forever, but just for this episode. Um, nope. You're out of questions after this, so, Josh. So like one of the things, so this is, this is more toddler geared, but like last night we're going to bed and he's like almost asleep. And then it's almost like this light bulb hit and it's like, oh, wait, there's that really cool thing where I go and climb up on top of the pillow and jump. <laughs> and then all of a sudden we're back into that cycle. And so mm-hmm. I'm kind of stuck with like, I can't reason with him. I can only either hold him down mm-hmm. and he's going to not be happy um, mm-hmm. or let him do that. Is there like a, what do, do I hold him down? Well, do you're I- you're working with his growing cognitive function. And so yeah. he's he was almost asleep and then he, oh my gosh, we could still do this. Yeah. Because that part is not going to go away. We yeah. talk about that a little bit in the manual. Yeah. But the boundaries. And, and so you're looking at the boundaries. No, right. it not, is not now. Time for that. Yeah, it's, bedtime. It's time to go to bed, you know. And so yeah. he, is he going to like it? I don't fault him for not liking it. I don't fault him for getting upset. Yeah. I, I don't fault him for having a bad moment there. Yeah. Um, because if you give it to him after you've set the boundary, now you're reinforcing. Right what can become a habit that you're going to have to chase later on to get back into control of Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, going back to Bluey, you right, know, in the, right. the episode where they're doing, oh, yeah. you know, in the bathtub. They don't want to quit. They don't want to quit, you know, cause they're having fun. And so there may be a, a moment where you're just kind of, you know, wrapping him up, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm tentative to use the word hold because in certain realms that has you right. know, big meaning, but you're kind of wrapping him up and, and nope, nope, it's time to go yeah. to sleep. Nope, yeah. nope, mm-hmm. you know, I'm just going to hold you a little bit, you know, okay, now we're going to sleep. Yeah. And you're not letting it, you know, be something that he can engage in. And, and, and so you're introducing the word no and reinforcing the word no. Yeah. And, you know, because like the, the kitten. Right. Kitten goes up the, yeah. the curtains. No, you pull it down. Yeah. Yeah. Kitten goes up the curtain. No, and you pull it down. And after enough times, the kitten gets the picture, or you trade kittens with someone. Right. And I'm <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> You're not going to trade kids, but the, the idea is you have to continually be consistent because dependent on the strong will of the human being is, is going to be dependent on how long it takes them before they have the idea, okay, this isn't going to work. It's done for now, whether I like it or not, because they don't have big picture thinking. Right. You know? Well, I think when this episode's over, I've got two things I need to do. Number 
one buy headgear uh, well that, that too <laughs> that would maybe be the third but i'm gonna buy the roughhouse referee shirt because that's really fitting right now and then i think i'm gonna call the ninja warrior uh toddler mm. gymnastics place and uh see if we can at least get a roll on that but yeah, I think this was very helpful. This was this was a fun fun episode. And if you uh, are interested in that shirt, we'll put a link down in the description. Definitely make sure uh, to check that out. Uh, you can check out all of our resources, the parenting manual we've talked about, additional courses, and more uh, at empoweringchoices.community or go to the App Store and search for Empowering Choices Parenting. And uh, we will see you on the next episode. <laughs>